Hello, thank you for joining me again for another podcast episode. Now, we're all managing our way through a major global shift taking place. And at times, it can feel intense, overwhelming, and you wonder whether you have what it takes to stay grounded. It's at this time that the technique of recalling past challenging events and how you overcame these can really give you that shot of energy, belief and courage. Recalled events live in your life reserve tool kit that you can call on at any time. And there'll be at least one or two significant events here that took place for you, but you conquered them against many odds. So I wanted to share one of my favorite recalls that not only reminds me of what I achieved, it encourages me to stay committed to my plans and motivated to see them through. You can never have too many tools. So I hope that you are continuing to keep your reserves topped up. My episode, No Regrets, is about to start. The Wellness Pathfinder takes a discovery journey along body, mind and soul. the word stress to sum up everything that's bad. Now there is one other word that I feel that is equally important and that is regret. Now a lot of us will sit down and think about the things that we would have liked to have done but can't do anymore, didn't have the opportunity and you'll hear people say oh I wish, I wish I'd done that. I wish I had the courage. I wish I had the confidence. Oh, I couldn't do that. And people do not realize that with some of these regrets, they stay in here. They stay in your mind. They hold on to you. They keep pulling you back and preventing you from advancing and finding new things to do and finding new ways of doing them. So you see, regret is a sticking point. If you're somebody who has many regrets or feels that there are things that you wish that you had done but didn't do or wish that you had done but didn't do the way you wanted to then you might be in that sticking place where things are not moving on. Now almost 10 years ago when I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis I was still generally fit and active. I used to enjoy vacations where I'd be climbing hills and rocks and climbing mountains and doing things that were generally for me quite nerve-wracking and when I was diagnosed with MS I realized that there was one particular thing that I had always wanted to do from probably some 10 years before that and that was to walk across the Sahara Desert in some way shape or form. I just had this thought and this vision of being in the sand on the Sahara Desert and camels and just getting involved in that. I loved pictures and movies and and books all on the Sahara and the pyramids and and anything to do with North Africa. Now once I was diagnosed I realized that there may come a point when I would not be able to do this anymore for reasons of my condition. But I held on, I didn't do anything about it until slowly but surely I started to feel that I couldn't walk very far. 
and I started to experience more numbness and various symptoms of my condition. And it became really important for me to start looking at how I was going to do this Sahara trek while I still could. I didn't know whether there would come a time when I couldn't do it anymore. I didn't know whether these attacks were intermittent and would leave me alone and I'd be all right for the rest of my life. I just didn't know. But what I did know was that if I had the opportunity now to do the trek, I would seize it. So I found a charity to do the trek with and I signed up. And it was extremely nerve-wracking. I signed up and I met strangers. They came from all different walks of life. And we agreed on when we were going to go. And I had about a year to get myself in shape, doing a lot of walking with the old heavy backpack and getting myself fit and active and making sure I ate well and slept well and, and prepared myself generally. And the day came when we finally took to the desert. It was extremely nerve-wracking. The adrenaline is just something that I cannot explain, especially when you're caught in a sandstorm two days into your trek. That's something I would never have experienced or never have anticipated. But the point I'm trying to make is that at the end of the eight days, it was hard work. There were blisters galore. I had fallen over. I was in quite a bit of pain because at this time, by the time I actually did the trek, my condition had advanced. So it was quite difficult to walk the distance without needing a rest. The heat was now starting to become an issue for me. And generally, I wasn't in the best shape that I had been when I signed up. But you know something, it was the most fantastic experience that I remember having. There's only one other experience that would any day trump that, and that's being a mother. But actually walking and doing this trek, I'm so, so glad that I did it when I did it. Because today, some 10 years later, it's not something that I could do again. Okay, maybe I could do the trek, but it wouldn't be the kind of trek that I did then. I I'm, would not be in that position. So I was really happy to have done this, to be in the desert, to be able to lie amongst the stars, to have the peace and the quiet and the serenity and the stillness, to get acquainted with the camels. It was just the most fantastic experience. And I really, really urge you guys to follow your passion. It's really important to try and move through that, however difficult it may feel, because you don't know what tomorrow will bring with it. And there's one thing you do not want to do is to build up those piles of regret, because they're the things that stop you going forward. I'm really happy I did what I did. And it has reminded me that I am so much more than whatever else is going on today. Thank you for listening. Thank you.